In the year 2084, the world rebuilds after the horrors of the crash. A symbol of this brighter future is a glimmering new city called Cascade. As people rebuild cities, cybernetics help rebuild people, including a revolutionary new neural interface called Glass. To forget the troubles of the world, people flock to the number one fantasy MMO, Terror Surge. It is the most exciting and immersive experience available, but top players have started going missing. The Aeon Covenant sends a team of agents into Cascade and Terror Surge to investigate these disappearances. But what they learn will change the world forever. Hello and welcome everyone to the inaugural episode of Polyhedron <laughs> Presents Trinity Continuum Anima. I need to be sedated. I do need to be sedated. I want to be sedated. I want to be sedated. I want to be sedated. Yeah. It's not want to, it's a wanna. wanna. I want it's a song, Matthew. I, wanna. It, I know yeah, it's, it's a song. song. The, just, as the official title is, I want to be sedated. Yes. I want to be sedated. <laughs> I also don't want to get flagged for copyright. So you, know, there you, you get go. 14 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I am your host, Matthew Malice. And uh, these people right here with me are co-hosts and co-performers uh this is a very special thing for us here at polyhedron and onyx bath so we mm -hmm. thank them greatly for coming on and giving us uh giving anima a whirl i'm gonna go around introduce everyone and they can uh, explain a little bit more about themselves and the characters they're playing so we're gonna start with dixie hi uh, my name is Dixie Cochran. You can find me at Dixie Cyanide online. I work for the Onyx Path as an in-house developer, mostly um, in Chronicles of Darkness and Exalted. However, I did write a good chunk of Freddy Anima, so I'm super excited to play it. Uh, my character is Poppy Zed. Uh, it was the nickname for Penelope Zavaruka. She is a streamer, and she hates her rich parents. <laughs> um, she's right. also born in Cascade, which is one of like, or like born and moved here before she forgot. For here about anything else yeah <laughs> i can talk i i don't know what words are <laughs> words are words i do a podcast every week what <laughs> what are words really yeah what what is meaning and scott who are you hi uh i am scott cuban i am a co-host of polyhedron i also run simulacra studios another actual play studio um you can find us on simulacra tv on twitch and youtube mm -hmm. um uh, currently have a trendy continuum aberrant game running uh, uh, Aberrant Atomic Youth, so please check that out. Hope you'll enjoy that. Uh, and I am playing Mokno, who is an anarcho-socialist revolutionary working with the Aeon Covenant because that's the one that aligns with his vision of a better world for the time being. <laughs> and uh, he is uh, he is on assignment to Cascade to do good, good things, figures out some mysteries and Maybe blow up some fascists. I don't know. Um, we'll see how that works out. Probably more of the latter than the former, but mm. we'll see. You can do yeah. both. And Ryan, what about you, good sir? Hi, I'm Ryan Josephsberg. I'm another one of the Polyhedron podcast co-hosts. I don't have social media that matters. Uh, <laughs> and I, I got no plugs. I got does, nothing. It's all associated with these guys. Does social media matter? Not really. No. Really? Oh, no, it definitely doesn't at all. But I definitely, mine definitely doesn't. It, it doesn't, <laughs> but it does. And we kind of wish it didn't, but it does. Anyways. Uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll touch on that. Let's yeah, touch on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I will be playing Hamish Connor, uh, a former uh, basically child soldier, militiaman who uh, has become a spy for the Aeon Covenant and has come to Cascade to figure out what the fsa is up to and uh mm -hmm. he's 
So I'm sort of trying to channel a less toxic James Bond, but let's see if that survives the first hour of playing him. <laughs> um, and since I'm one of the last players, I'll introduce myself again. I am Matthew Malice. I am the co-host and producer of Polyhedron um, at Polyhedron Cast on Twitter. Um, I play Guy Benetti. Uh, Benetti. Uh, he is basically the team's scientist and researcher and also a computer expert. Um, but Poppy is also very good at such things. Different, different kind. I'm more familiar with the video game world of Terra Surge and how to interact online. Mm -hmm. You're more of our like actual tech guru. Like yeah, Poppy yeah, probably I, calls somebody to yeah. upgrade her computer. Tech guru. That's a very good way of putting it. Yeah, yeah. he's basically um, and similar to Poppy. He's been in Cascade for a very long time. He's bounced around orphanages. Um, he's incredibly intelligent, and he is here uh, on assignment. Or and more importantly, he's been activated by the Anon Covenant to help in undercovering the mystery of the missing players of Terror Surge. And let's turn it over to Eddie. And then I have one or two more things I need to go over. But go ahead. Um, my name is Eddie Webb. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. I am one of the in-house developers at Onyx Path Publishing, as well as the owner of Pugsteady, my own company. Uh, and for the purposes of this, uh, I'm not only the story guide for the game, but also I am the developer of Trinity Continuum Anima. And I'm excited to really dig into this setting because previously we've run some kind of very short playtesting things. This is the mm -hmm. first time we've run like a longer form campaign. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious to see how this goes. And we are very honored that you allowed us to do this. This is going to be super fun for us and everyone else. I know. I like Eddie's a like Trinity Pope. Like he he allowed you. He is blessed. <laughs> yeah, the He's special dispensation from from the Sci-Fi Church. So wait, technically yeah. the Pope is the Pope of the Trinity. Yeah. Right. Um, he got a, he's got I, his. I got to go think about this now. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and if we've uh, done a lot of like word vomiting towards you, like Terror Surge and a few other things, mm -hmm. don't worry, we will explain it as we go along. Mm -hmm. But do note, if you notice our backgrounds, um, if you see the, sort of the greedy sci sci cyberpunk style backgrounds, that means we are in Cascade. We are, quote unquote, in the real world. And if you see our chain, uh, backgrounds change into something else, probably something more fantastical or exotic, we're, that means we're likely in... Terra Search, which is the MMO of the universe. That means we're in a game, as it were. I might also stick this fascinator to my head because yes. I'm a bird man. Yeah, if we're wearing bird masks man. or something like that, we don't look like we kind of look like now, it means we're probably in Terra Surge, not in the real world. We'll try to be verbally uh, clarify that, but just want to let everyone know if you see things change, that's on purpose. Like mm -hmm. we're, we're intentionally trying to do this because this is literally a game within a game. Mm -hmm. Within a game. Part of the illusion. Yeah, technically it's a game within a game within a game. With the game. With game. Gameception. Oh, I'm going to be so <laughs> many dudes. It's kind of weird. <laughs> but without further ado and uh, less explanation, Eddie, take it away. Let's have some fun. Okay. So we start with chapter one, public image. The year is 2084, and the camera that we're looking through is panning over a city. The city, you see lots of construction happening in this sky view, uh, but a lot of their buildings are clearly very new. They're also very clean, lots of uh, chrome and glass and uh, white buildings. There's not very much graffiti on the buildings. There's also not a lot of people walking around on the streets. Um, the streets are strangely empty there's a few uh, pedestrians here and there the occasional hover car flies by and lights flash but otherwise the city is clearly one that is in transition uh we pan back and we can see outside the edges of the city that there's a lot of rubble and ruin uh, so this is an oasis in a very destructed area 
the camera zooms back in and zooms down into a part of the city. Then we see a title on the screen that says, Burnaby Down. Uh, we don't know what that means yet, but it is definitely a part of the neighborhood of the city. Uh, we go through, the camera goes through to one building where we see the Aeon Covenant symbol on the top, and it goes, flies through one of the windows. Sitting at a desk, uh, we see a very uh, well-dressed black man. Um, he's um, got very short hair, uh, and his desk is completely clean, and yet be still kind of touching the air as if he's uh, manipulating something that we can't see. The camera pans around to stand behind him, and then we see there's actually an overlay on top of it, and there's documents and video feeds all over, and he touches and interacts with them. Uh, he reaches towards and pulls up a video and pulls his fingers apart to spread the video wide. And, and it looks like we see uh, let's say feed from a video game. Uh, and uh, there's a crawl at the bottom, and all we see is, uh, where is Hel Castro? Where is Hel Castro? What happened to him? He reduces the size of the video, um, pulls, makes a pulling motion, so he pulls like almost a document forward, and we see pictures of your four characters, and he starts touching them in turn. We cut to uh, Dixie. Um, what is Poppy doing at this moment? Uh, Poppy is streaming to her followers. She is, she's having a party in her stronghold, uh, which is decorated in just like almost Rococo futuristic. Mm -hmm. Like it, it's futuristic, but it's ornate. Um, and you can tell some of like, you know, the gaming world elite are there and she's just kind of hanging out in a corner talking to her friends. There's a DJ on stage. It's all virtual, but you know, she's having a good time. So you're, you're having your virtual party um, and you have uh, your um, internal communications kind of set to mute because you know, you're in the middle of a party. You don't want to be distracted by outside, you know, uh, voice calls or anything emails any of that so your notifications are shut off uh but yet somehow through all of that uh the aeon symbol pops up and it's pulling notification in the corner of your eye and it starts spinning and rotating and it, it's very clear the rest of the party is not seeing that symbol mm -hmm. uh hang on one second i just need to go make a call and she kind of like lets the stream just go on to the party itself and she turns off her own vocalization so she can sip out of glass for a minute and take the call <laughs> Okay, yeah, the, um, the, the virtual camera you have, kind of, it just rotates and starts focusing on the DJ, mm -hmm. um, the dance floor for a while. And then um, the symbol kind of opens up like a flower. Um, and you see um, an image of a man that you don't quite recognize, but you see he has an Aeon pin on his uh, uh, jacket. It is the same man we saw earlier in the scene. And it says, um, we need you to come into Aeon now. Now? That's important. Fine. Yeah, no, I'll I'll be there. Just give me a second to shut everything down here. Okay. Uh, then we cut to um, Scott. Um, what is Makno doing right now? Uh, Makno is kind of in a less developed area of the city, probably where a lot of the uh, non-citizens and uh, poorer-off second-class citizens uh, congregate. Uh, he's in kind of a, a basement area where about maybe a couple of dozen uh, kids and, and younger adults are uh, going over uh, tactics for uh, resisting riot police. Uh, you know, there's like a there's like a traffic cone that we're we're going over the put a cone over the the, the tear gas uh, maneuver. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, here's how you deploy milk. Uh, here's how you know you you um, deploy like simple riot shield like like anti riot shields to to form a phalanx uh, and like just really going over 
resistance tactics with these kids. Wait, um, uh, on the screen, we see um, a small subtitle that says uh, Point, uh, Point Taylor down. Uh, so that's part of the city that you're in. Uh, and um, as you're kind of describing things, um, a lot of the kids, uh, you're looking around, um, they're definitely younger. Uh, you know already that these are all second-class citizens to Cascade. Um, so these are uh, uh, poor or newer Cascadians who have come into the city. These are not people who are working for corporations. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of these kids have, um, you know, uh, uh, rideshare app kind of jobs. Um, and some of them are really into this and they're like, yeah, yeah. And you're clearly trying to study it. Um, other ones are kind of distracted, um, probably looking at their own virtual streams or what have you. Uh, but um, you do get a notification in the corner of your eye. You see the Aeon symbol pop up. Okay. I'll, uh, I'll like, uh, go over the last like few maneuvers of uh, like, and, and then you pour the, pour the water down into the cone to, to uh, shut, shut it off. Now they got some ones that are, aren't really uh, uh, dousable. So we're still f- figuring that out. But if, if you got an idea, throw it up the chain and we'll, we'll test it out. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's cool. We'll, we'll try it out. Yeah. All right. It. I got to step aside for a second and uh, I'll uh, go and I'll press the virtual button. Um, and uh, image pops up. Um, same man we saw earlier. Um, and he just says, um, uh, we need to bring you in. We have a mission. All right. Is this going to be worth my time? Hopefully. All right. I'll be in, inbound in 20. We cut to uh, you, Scott. What is uh, Dr. Benini doing? Uh, he is currently probably has uh, a small sort of like dish like around his head so he can like interface with the glass like by beaming instructions to it and mm-hmm. he's like twitching slightly because and he's like he frantically hitting the cancel button because he obviously has uh errored on some on some level and he's like got a semicolon huh yeah yep 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 <laughs> and he clicks it and he's like and then he just like loads it up and goes through like the entire error like the error log and seeing what what the issue was because he obviously was trying to do it his apartment is is kind of a mess papers and stuff everywhere um it's located in uh not actually not far also in the barnaby uh burnaby but mm-hmm. it's like in a couple towers away from wherever the head aeon is um but he uh, currently is just typing away at a virtual screen um while he actually has a real screen with another diagnostic going okay um, so you kind of sit back um, and, and you're kind of visually uh, viewing the logs and uh, the audience quickly gets a shot of uh, green kind of computer code scrolling across uh, as you glance around your apartments. Um, and then suddenly uh, a, a message appears on top of it that says um, front door and you hear a knock. I was like, mm. And he'll, he'll quickly like switch over to an external camera and verify who's at the door. Um, you see uh, a woman wearing uh, a very nice kind of business suit. Um, you do, she doesn't look familiar to you. She has kind of short, uh, dark hair, um, but you do see pretty quickly the Aeon pin on her lapel. Okay. He will, uh, he'll go, uh, he'll hit a button, go uh, be right there. And then he gets up and uh, uh, he slightly limps over because he doesn't have his brace on right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and he slightly limps over to the door and then sort of waves it off and gives the access code and the door opens. Okay. Um, and, and the woman uh, looks at you. Um, she briefly kind of looks up in a, you know, like up and away from you in the back to you, which is you recognize as someone who's probably checking something up in glass before they say anything. Um, and it's like, uh, Dr. Guy Beniti? Uh, yes. Uh, how may I help you? 
Uh, I'm with uh, Project Neptune of the Aeon Foundation or Aeon Covenant. Oh, um, please, and please. Uh, we'd like you to come in to consult with us. Um, oh, absolutely. Uh, just give me uh, where are we meeting? Um, I'll, I'll go escort you. Uh, does, then can please come in. Uh, you can have some water. It will take me uh, just a few minutes to get ready. Very well. Um, uh, the woman steps inside, the door closes behind her, and um, as the camera kind of pans away, we briefly get a sense of uh, her, her, she pulls her jacket aside, and we can see that she has a gun at her head. Okay. Uh, then we cut away uh, to uh, Ryan. So what is Hamish doing? Hamish is sitting in a very, very smoky studio apartment in his boxers, mm -hmm. on his couch, playing Terra Surge, uh, grumbling that he doesn't get what the big deal is, but he's been playing for the last five hours. <laughs> uh, he's got a cigarette dangling from his lip. Uh, he's wearing a bathrobe and there's a field stripped pistol next to him that he was cleaning, but he got distracted. <laughs> uh, fair enough. So, um, uh, rather unlike with Poppy, we don't see inside territory, but rather we just see, um, Hamish kind of sitting there and just kind of grumbling, like having a conversation with himself. It's like, come on, you know, what, what's going on here? And, uh, uh, you know, you should have got that clearly talking to somebody else that the audience watching this can't see. Um, and then uh, next to uh, Hamish, um, you, uh, a small device kind of buzzes. Um, this is a, 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 a little bit of, it's like a tablet um, that Aeon uses to get in touch with you. So yeah, he'll, uh, 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 shit, hold, hold on, hold on. Yeah, I know, I know, okay. <laughs> and he'll, pick it up and, and check his messages. Um, and you see, um, uh, it, there's one text message. Um, it's from uh, someone named Connor Malone. Um, and it just says, um, we need to bring you in. Fucking finally. Okay. <laughs> and he will pull on his pants, reassemble the gun very, very quickly, uh, conceal it, but, and uh, he's out the door. Um, and then we cut to uh, the lobby of the Aeon Covenant. Um, all four of you are walking in either at the same time or like maybe a couple of people are sitting in chairs while a couple of the people walk in. Um, the lobby looks uh, welcoming, but still very well appointed. Uh, so that Aeon Covenant certainly has money uh, and is not afraid to show that, but it's rather than like, slabs of marble and metal and huge signs rather it's a little more kind of subdued um there are pictures of um different relief efforts that the aeon covenant has been involved in over the years um there's there's like a a framed picture of the aeon covenant uh building blueprints uh you know like you know when, when it was built uh and there's even some older Photographs that are probably reprinted photographs of some of the founders, uh, including uh, Max Mercer um, and the current CEO, uh, Matt Margaret Mercer. Uh, but uh, all of you have been here before. You are known by the Uncovenant, so you're waved through to the elevators, uh, and um, you're given directions to uh, Project Neptune. Uh, so you take your elevators up to the Project Neptune division, uh, and all of you know that Project Neptune is the for lack of a better term, the um, charitable arm of the Aeon Covenant. Uh, this is where its uh, humanitarian missions kind of range from. So it's interesting that all of you being called into the Project Neptune wing. Uh, if I were in the elevator, he's like, and he just nods to everyone when they get on the elevator with him. Like, yeah, I reek of cigarettes. Yeah. Mm. 
Yeah, just... Machno like acknowledges it, but but it's clearly like in his own head. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, this would be a good time. To, we, I just remembered, Eddie. We haven't explained what our characters actually look like. like... Yeah, I was like you towards. It's like, is a chance kind of how you how your characters look? So as we yeah. now they're all four in the room. <laughs> uh, now, so we'll start with you. Okay, sure. Uh, Guy is a, a barely in his twenties, a younger man, scruffy like brownish black hair um he doesn't have the facial hair that i have he's fairly clean cut there is obviously a five o'clock shadow he just forgot to shave today um he wears he wears currently like a a a nice jacket and and uh just uh, simple pants and and shirt and everything so he does look like he puts a lot of time and effort into the way he looks um but he does have a couple he does have like a satchel with him with a with a whole bunch of like essentially data pads or uh, uh, pads and digital digital archives um there is a brace uh very fairly like minimized and like efficient but there's a sort of metallic brace around both of his legs going all the way down to his ankles obviously uh, some sort of electronic assistive device uh he does wear glasses um, um but they obviously are probably more than just eye correction they probably can do more than that um mm-hmm. but he's currently just kind of looking through some files as we're kind of going up sort of half a page having half pay attention to everyone in the elevator and going over those things um and on the screen we see underneath of you uh dr guy beniti um <laughs> hamish what does hamish look like hamish is a man very much approaching 40s and he looks every bit of it um he's got a lot of scarification down the right side of his body uh pretty pretty messed up uh you know there's only so much they can do for you <laughs> and uh he uh, is wearing a flannel uh, salt and pepper hair and uh kind of <laughs> he's kind of twitchy right now because it looks like he's going to reach for another cigarette but then he realizes he's in an elevator inside of a public building so that's probably not good <laughs> <laughs> if the camera cuts to the no smoking sign is on the on the elevator <laughs> <laughs> also it's 2084 you've got to be one of the last holdouts like yep. as far as people <laughs> that still smoke <laughs> hey they can, they can cure anything right he rolls his own man that's but that's what he does <laughs> And on the screen, we see the name uh, Hamish Connor. Uh, Scott, what's your character look like? Uh, Scott, uh, uh, Machno is uh, in his early 40s. Uh, not so much torn up like Hamish is, but definitely looks like he's lived every year of that, of those 40s. Um, he's uh, clean shaven. Uh, he's, got, no, he's, he's got a clean shaven head, much bigger beard than I actually have. Um, loud ass Hawaiian shirt. Um and, uh, you know, much like you see here, sort of this holographic visor over his eyes. Um, and he is just sort of leaning back in the corner, just sort of very, very studiously taking in the surroundings, like clocking everyone in the elevator, uh, just sort of getting the measure of them. I'm sure we've met before, mm-hmm. but he's just studiously internalizing his, uh, his, his uh, opinion and uh, uh, knowns about everyone here. Um, in the bottom of the screen, we see Machno. And then after a second later, we see just Machno. Dixie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm playing Bobby Dud. She is very petite compared to everybody else. Uh, she's also very fashionable compared to everybody else. She's about 20 years old. 
Uh, she looks essentially like this if you're watching the video, um, which is like, she, she has red bobbed hair. She's very fashionable. She's got makeup on. She's got like a big bow on. She's wearing a leather jacket over like a mesh crop top with, you know, jeans and big combat boots. Um, her combat boots are red. Her belt is red. Everything she's wearing is either red or black. Um, and then she has very obvious cyber eyes, which is kind of weird because you know that it's like with, with a press of a button, she could probably make them look like regular eyes. Uh, but she on purpose leaves them unmodified, uh, probably as an act of rebellion to her parents because she was born blind and her parents gave her cyber eyes without consulting her at a very young age. Um, so she's always had them and she doesn't really want to get rid of them, but she wants it to be like, no, look, see, like I have these um, because her parents would much prefer it if she would just turn her eyes, you know, blue. <laughs> In the bottom of the screen, it says uh, Penelope, and it starts to type out a last name, but then it backspaces and replaces with Poppy Z. <laughs> <laughs> She's definitely the most noticeable of all of us, all four yes. people in the elevator. She is like the first thing you see. Yeah, definitely. And she is definitely just checking social media on her like cyber eyes and her little overlays while we're doing stuff. Like she's just looking at comments, looking at upvotes, and checking on her party because she passed it on to her like bots that run things when she's not there. You know, just checking um, on everything. And so we have uh, four characters who are familiar with each other, who know each other, but they're all kind of in their own world. So the elevator kind of keeps going and there's no dialogue in the scene. The audience hears some kind of uh, music playing in the elevator that sounds familiar, but then as the doors open, the music changes from music into the beat for Thermones, I Want to Be Sedated. And then as the doors open, we see the title, I Want to Be Sedated, Anima. Oh, and man. And walk through the titles. Music Ramones makes me sad. <laughs> oh, no. 2084. It's are we going to do the, are, are, we gotta do the Reservoir Dogs these. Walk? We yeah, have to yep, do the Reservoir yep. Dogs Walk. <laughs> um, like we're walking towards prom. <laughs> grizzled old men and kids. Also, I like that our movie has a 100-year-old song as its title track. Oh, yeah. oh yes. absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> More than 100, technically, but... You know. We call that timeless. Right. Timeless. Equals out to about our combined ages. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, walk through, um, see the, the chapter title, um, uh, which is public image, uh, and then we cut to all of you standing in front of a door, um, you see uh, Project Neptune, Special Operations, and underneath of that, Connor Malone. Uh, who knocks on the door? I just opened the door. Okay. <laughs> you just open it? I, I, like, I like glance at it, and I go, I go, ooh, Special Operations. And I just open it up and walk in. <laughs> um, Ryan, you're the only one here who's familiar with Special Operations. Um, this is a euphemism for shit Project Neptune needs to do on the down low. <laughs> So you are very familiar with special operations. The rest yeah. of you have heard about special operations, but not entirely know what's going on. Do I know the gent behind the uh, behind the desk? Yes, you are familiar with with Connor Malone, um, the man behind the desk. Um, the office is actually um, fairly comfortable. Um, you almost kind of expect the power executive minimalism, especially in Cascade, because it's such a new city. So many people are new there. Um, their minimalism is very popular. You know, very clean desks, you know, minimal furniture, almost like hotel chic. Um, this is not that. Instead, um, you see uh, there's the desk is clean, but also there's uh, a picture that's turned away from you. And it's a physical photograph. It's not a, a hollow picture. Um, on the wall, you actually see uh, there is a framed French flag that's hanging on the wall. There are pictures on the wall um, that look like 
um, of uh, Connor with different people. Um, you see his arm around some people you don't recognize. You see his arm around some celebrities you do recognize, uh, some presidents, um, and even uh, uh, one picture of him with uh, Margaret Mercer. Um, as I mentioned before, Connor is a relatively tall uh, black man, a very nice suit. Um, you see the Allen pin on his lapel. Um, and as soon as uh, Poppy opens the door, um, he kind of blinks his eyes and stands up uh, and with a uh, French accent says, oh, please come in, uh, have a seat. And there are like couches and chairs all over. It's very comfortable. Uh, yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll step in and uh, he'll go to shake his hand. Good to see you again, Hamish. Yeah, good to see you too, Connor. Uh, the rest just does of... kind of a like, hello, and then goes and sits down, crosses her legs. Yeah, yeah. sort of, he walks in the room and then blinks and then looks at Connor like, oh, I'm, I'm in a room now. And he's <laughs> like, oh, uh, apologies. Uh, hello, how are you doing? Must be big doings to call in uh, a bunch of us. Um, yeah, Machno will come up last. He'll just sort of like give Connor like the good once over, up and down, very unsubtle about the sizing up, mm-hmm. uh, and then just like nod head to the couch. Um, since you're actually uh, sizing him up, um, uh, you get to look at him, and, and you're used to looking for uh, dangerous people. Mm-hmm. Um, Connor is very elegant um clearly he, the way he moves the way he moved around the desk to um shake uh hamish's hand and whatnot um and you know, just the squeeze of, of the handshake uh, this is a man with a lot of strength behind him and also moves with with a confidence that you've seen in other very dangerous people all right um and he says um uh i don't know if um i know uh, hamish obviously is familiar with me but for the rest of you um uh, my name is Connor malone uh i am uh part of project neptune special operations uh and uh, i work with um elaine Gauthier, which is the senior director of the triton foundation uh and i am hoping that this is nothing but uh it is related to some other things that I've been looking into, and I think it's worth time to get a team together to to formally investigate what is happening here in Cascade. Mm. Well, I, I see. Um. Um, and and I, I've picked all of you specifically because uh, you have a good balance of uh, geographical distribution of Cascade as well as familiarity with both uh, Cascade itself and also this uh, Terra Search game, which is very, very popular. And I think there may be some connections that are worth exploring. Hmm. Um, if you could, um, uh, if you can uh, change your glass to uh, uh, channel Omega 14, I can kind of show you some information. Done. Uh, change, uh, so you change your vision over. Um, glass allows people, glass is a brain implant uh, that everyone in Cascade as a citizen gets implanted and allows you to basically carry a computer in your head. Uh, and one of the things you could do is you have different uh, uh, layers of artificial reality you can apply on it. So um, it, it, it's a bit like a, a filter or a slide, like Instagram, you could change the look of anything, but also you can see information on different levels and there are public and private layers. Um, the Cody gave you is for a private Aeon covenant layer that once you leave this building, it stops broadcasting. So it's kind of like a local uh, VPN, if you will. Uh, as you turn tune your glass to the appropriate thing, um, your eyes start to see a, a kind of a, a glowing curved wall floating in air. Uh, and on it, there are lots of um, pictures and documents. Um, and he starts, to, as he talks, he starts to manipulate and move things around and show you them. 
Uh, and he says, uh, as uh, I believe all of you are aware, um, we have asked to uh, set up here in Cascade. Uh, this is one of the first newer cities uh, that the FSA have created in the wake of the, the horrible atrocities of the past uh, decade or so. Uh, but in Cascade specifically, there are some interesting developments. Uh, this uh, ubiquitous use of glass is something that the Iron Covenant wants to make sure is being implemented correctly. It has lots of beneficial and therapeutic benefits, but also there are potential downsides and uh, potential controlling elements they want to look into. Wet uh, wear security flaws, as I like to put, refer to them as. We oui, that is a very good um, explanation of it. Uh, we don't necessarily assume that the Federated States of America have nefarious interests, but we have, as an organization, been around long enough to know that anyone with ill intents with enough power can abuse it. We want to make sure that it is not abused. Uh, this connects to this MMO, uh, this, this terror search. Uh, it is very, very popular, and um, it seems to be the most popular form of entertainment in this city. So naturally, we've become very concerned about it. That's one of the reasons why people uh, like you, Doctor, and you, Bobby, uh, have uh, we've asked you to come in because you have a knowledge and an understanding of this world that some of our older agents perhaps are not as comfortable with. Mm. Uh, so any concerning elements, Aeon cannot go with in the same way. If, if someone gets hurt or if a crime occurs in this virtual world, we don't have the same resources that we can in here in Cascade. And one of those is uh, something that we want to look at too. Uh, there have been, he starts pulling up, um, you see lots of different pictures. Um, a number of high profile streamers have been uh, disappearing recently. And uh, for a while, we just kept track of it. Uh, could be people that are no longer playing the game. They've changed their character. We didn't necessarily connect the dots. Um, but one recently has come to our attention and he pulls in the corner of one and you see uh, a desert landscape. Uh, all of you recognize it. It, it. it has kind of the slightly unreal tinge that you recognize of it being Terra Surge. Um, Poppy immediately uh, recognizes it as um, the city of broken promise. Mm -hmm. The main Kimdari city. Yes. Uh, and um, this is clearly a, a stream. Um, it, in the corner, you see a logo for someone named Hel Castro. Uh, and uh, there's a, um, uh, there's a Kumdari uh, mage who's uh, moving through the desert. And uh, it's one of those streams where it's not a streamer like talking or hosting. Uh, to an audience, but rather you get to watch this person go through their adventures. So it's more mm -hmm. of like watching the story of this character rather than a hosted segment. Um, so it's kind of a quiet uh, trudging through. Um, and then suddenly uh, the character derezzes. And uh, the video, you start to see a crawl of where is Al Castro? Where is Al Castro? And then suddenly uh, a big black, the screen goes black and you see a spoiler word mm -hmm. on it. Um, those of you who are familiar with Terra Surge recognize this. Uh, because there are 
elements of Terra Search that there are the devs or uh, the narrators who manage the game want to keep secret so people can experience those. Uh, they have what I call a, a spoiler tag system where feeds get shut down so that things don't inadvertently get spoiled. Uh, however, uh, Guy and Poppy both know that this is a dead, boring section of the game. There's mm -hmm. no lore here. Mm. There's not even really a question here. There's no reason for the spoiler tag to just pop up out of nowhere. Yeah, it's actually a place where people go to like duel because it's empty and boring. So if they want to go. Will, will point out, it's like, I thought you were just walking through the desert. That's yeah, was. he was. Uh, that's, that's what we call slow streaming. Do you remember slow TV from like six years ago? It was a no, whole thing. No, it actually thing. has a term. Interesting. Like, like watching a train for like eight hours. So watching Probably, someone who doesn't yeah. really talk or do anything, it's, it's slow streaming. A lot of people really like it. They find it soothing, especially if they don't play the game themselves or can't afford to. Um, so yeah, when you say that they're disappearing, like they're disappearing in the game, what about their actual Yeah, that self? was my next question. Yeah, yeah. are they? Okay, he derives, big deal. Has anyone checked his apartment? The even reason why we're looking into it is um, uh, his guild uh, has been looking for him, um, and they haven't found information. He apparently has not been forthcoming about his personal life. Uh, so it's unusual enough that I wanted to look into it, but also um, Dr. Beniti, uh, he's a member of your guild. He is an explorer like you. Oh, interesting. One of oh, your guilds disappeared and you didn't notice? No, uh, well, I haven't met everyone. and It's a big, big guild. My guild is, is it is a very big. large guild. Um, um, it also depends if he was running on like a, a more uh, a secluded part of the server or not. Um, uh, Mr. Um, uh, Malone, is it all right if I, that particular file with his deresing on it, can I copy that? Of course. And he like, kind of uh, fling, he a flinging motion towards you, and then a copy appears in your yeah, uh, class. And, and I may want to break that down on multiple levels later on. Maybe I can get a hint. Maybe I'm I can even bust past the spoiler tag. And maybe because the data is probably still there underneath. Um, depends on how sophisticated they were in their cover up. Um, but yes. Um, I can definitely reach out to my guild and I'm sure I can find out more information. We don't happen to know who uh, the character's name was Hal Esther, correct? Hal Castro. Hal Castro. Sorry. Uh, we don't have his real name. Do we? No. Okay. Um, one of the uh, benefits that uh, Terra Surge offers is that um, they can keep their personal information private. Not even uh, the company knows as long as they get their credit card uh, code um, and the glass information is good. The subscription is fine. The company does not care. So um, this individual did not put in his personal information. And this may be nothing, but I think that looking into this, at least we can start to make an actual investigation into disappearances and see if there's a connection. This might be lead to other disappearances or there may be a, con a, a connection between these that you can find. But I figured starting with one that you have a personal connection with uh, and then seeing where that goes from there will probably be most beneficial. So this is the only one, or there have been others? There have been others. This is the one that is the most uh, relevant, shall I say. You didn't um, track any of them down? Well, we haven't started yet. Mm. Um, it oh, has that's been, what we're doing. Uh, if I may be candid, um, it has been challenging. Some of our uh, leadership, the, the inner circle, as they call themselves, are, are older, and they do not seem to appreciate that people not logging into a video game could be concerning at all. Uh, I have tried to point out that this is a major social outlet. Uh, 
and that this is another avenue where people can be hurt or damaged or need help, and we should be providing services in there. I have been even asking to, if we can set up a part of Project Neptune that can serve specifically to TerraSurge and other virtual citizens. Um, it has been tough going. So I have no, no help. You are the very first. You are the vanguard of a potential program. Mm. If this goes well, then perhaps we can look into other disappearances and see if there's more concern. If this goes badly, it will be harder for me to go into meetings and make these accusations or suggestions more permanent. So we should probably keep what we're doing quiet then. I can offer you any of my help, uh, but um, AMAs and Covenant as an organization, it may be difficult for them to understand at first why you would be asking for their help. Um, he pulls out like one of his like hard uh, hard tech tablets and starts mm. going through it. And he then he mentioned something. Oh, I've been working on the hypothesis that through evasive sort of programming, even viruses, is possible with how interconnected glasses is possible. Someone could get actually physically harmed through the proper feedback. I haven't had any proof. It's all hypothetical at this point, but it is possible. And it is in our brain stems. I figured that was always part of the risk. It's always been assured that there is a million safeguards, but I, even I have had my run-ins with a few inconveniences when, when I have attempted to alter glass in any substantial way. And you run into the concern. Uh, a photograph tech, the company that makes lens, of course, assumes that it assures us that it is perfectly safe and that nothing can happen to the individual unless they consent to any kind of change or modification uh, to their brain through the use of glass. Uh, and the Federated States of America have supported and validated this stance. So if we are to stand against this, uh, we are standing against not only the company that makes it, but also the governments of this city. Aeon is reluctant to go against uh, governmental mandates unless there's a strong, compelling case for it. If there needs be, Aeon has and will stand against what they see to be unlawful or immoral regimes. But we well, don't get to this philosophy. Let me tell you something, uh, Mr. Malone. I'm willing to look into this. I mean, if people are getting hurt, if people are disappearing, then that's obviously something that needs to be looked into. But, you know, if we find true harm is being done here. And if we find that people are responsible, I'm going to expose them. I'm going to use this information to hurt them and stop them from doing this. I would hope Anne would have my back in that, that endeavor. So I'll, I will, I will make this deal. Um, Aeon has a tradition of allowing its agents a certain amount of uh, latitude in the field, as it were. Um, Hamish is, is well aware of the fact that sometimes field decisions need to be made that aren't, can't always be taken back to headquarters and get confirmation of. I respect that. And uh, if you have to make a report after your action versus before your action, I understand. But uh, there are two things that I need everyone here to understand. At some point, a report will be filed with me that I will be able to review. And if you abuse your authority, I will make sure that you stop abusing your authority. We are, at core, a humanitarian organization, and I will not stand for any abuse of power from my agents. Oh, uh, you, you have nothing to worry from me, uh, Mr. I'm Malone. sure I don't. Um, but, Mark, no, uh, I, 
share your sentiments. If something is going wrong, we, we will, we will handle it. We will deal with it. Um, um, because, you just have to make sure that the evidence is good enough to where the Aeon can't not act. Yeah, correct. And and I'm extremely that 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 actually gets a smile from Mock. He <laughs> does like he he, can't, he kind of like reaches over and like gives you a high five. <laughs> Why don't we get worried about the people who are maybe disappearing first before we get into like this FSA conspiracy stuff? Because that seems like it. You know, people we no, care about no. them. We, Absolutely, we care about them. But, okay, so let's let's get let's look at that first before we you know put the cart in front of the horse and decide that everything's terrible. We know it's it terrible. True. My parents that suck. Is... I get it, but come on, Poppy. let's just do this job at first. Poppy is absolutely correct. We we don't know of anything truly untoward has happened yet, other than someone has forcibly been logged out of Terror Surge and we cannot find their whereabouts currently. Or he just turned off his glass and was like, "Fuck this." Possible. It happens. I mean, it, it's not really possible. I pray it is only that, but uh, I have developed a sixth sense, I guess you would say, for these things. And I feel like there is something more here. Um, Not enough that I can act on it, uh, but enough that I feel comfortable putting you into the field. It's an unusual change in behavior. I understand why you would be so concerned. Uh, I I get it, too. Just say it. We should find out what it is before we anyone? So I guess we would be the first to go check the location within TerraSurge to see if there's anything going on there if we need I mean we I, I you are you have all the information I have mm. all right well I guess I know where we got to go first well um he looks to all of you he's like I have I can I have my abode which I have put fairly substantial security on if we need to be in terror surge but not uh locatable um or at least it'll take him some time to chew through my firewalls Oh, good, because all I have is a deadbolt and a chain, so... No, we. I have something a little more substantial than that. Um, is that all right with you, Poppy and Makno? Sounds good. Sounds a bit much, considering how hard it is to find anyone in Terra Surge as it is, since the game is all consent-based, but okay! Mm. I guess we'll go with the paranoid guy. Well, um, I do have to be able to check my social media every at least three hours. That's fine. It, you'll be able to. It's more, more like uh, It's more like if anyone tries to find us where we are, if we're doing something we really shouldn't be, we'll have time before they arrive. Are we doing something that we shouldn't be? We or may. The we have to. Yeah, we're trying to help people. The corpo fascists usually have a problem with that. Bingo, bango. Um, with, with actually that exactly in mind, Poppy, here, but okay. obviously you'll need to use one of your alts. Yeah, no, I know. Okay. Isn't that stupid? No, I understand. I understand. Also, I can before we get in there, I can probably dissect some of this coding on the footage, and maybe I can find a few more inf- pieces of information out before we go in blind. You should also reach out to your guild since yes. they know the guy. No, that's yeah. the plan. I mean, you're a little bit more in touch with them than I am. I, I just honestly half the lingo they use confuses me, and sometimes they send pictures that I don't understand what they are. But they're very friendly. They like you. I've heard nothing but good things. I mean, that's heartening yes it should they're good people it's just they 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 like their things (laughs) i I like the idea of a secure location that works for me understood yeah i'll i'll double i'll doubly make sure once we get there um mr malone do we have your leave Oh man, uh, by all means, he shakes all of your hands again. And it's like, and as he uh, shakes your hands, um, you feel it's like uh, tingle, um, and uh, you get a notification saying he, we accept contact information from C Malone. Yes. Assuming you'll say yes, um, so you now can directly contact uh, uh, Connor Malone, assuming he's taking calls. 
is there a uh, just as a sort of a environmental question? Is there like instant messaging between two like between two, like people like as you said like if I were to send him a message, would it be at speed of thought, or would I actually have to like pull up an interface and type something out? Just as a just future for future understanding of communication. So, um, uh, the only thing that acts as soon as you think about it is TerraSearch, uh, because and that, but that you, TerraSearch you're kind of shutting off all of the other senses and immersing yourself into it, and so that's a lot of computing power specifically to get that experience and get that latency down as fast as possible. Nearly everything else, it is the equivalent of pulling out your phone and doing something in terms of activity, maybe slightly faster. Um, but you know, there the mental thing of like, I have opened this up, um, either you mentally or you physically kind of gesture in the air, uh, or gesture with your eyes or sub vocalize or whatever, you can customize it to yourself. Uh, but there is an amount of action. And so for, for purposes of the game, assume it is roughly equivalent to how long it would take you in modern day to, you know, cut out the cut pulling out your phone part but you know if i would text something it'd take a couple seconds to write the text out it's cool. it's nice. not like psychic powers in our brain that just by the speed of thought we can do something it actually requires some mental focus well we'd probably it. all go insane if it were that yeah I, but now on the flip side also uh, you can do things like uh, if you're all in the same area um if you wanted to open a voice channel between all of you and so that way you can hear each other's speaking you know that's something you could do. Um, you can it could have the effect of a group chat where you just have a chat messages back and forth. Um, so if one person doesn't need to be hearing your voice, but then they might get messages in their vision of like, hey, you know, watch out or whatever. Um, so you can stay connected to as much or as little as you want to, um, but you have to let me know we are doing X. It's not, you're right, it's not psychic powers. Like, I'm just going to tell all my friends. It's like, you know, you have to tell me we've opted into a group chat or whatever. Mm -hmm. Seems Speaking like which. We'll, we'll thank you, but yeah, it seems like we'll definitely do that before we uh, mm -hmm. before we set out, since we're all gonna have to work together anyway. Well, <laughs> Let's yeah, assume I mean, we have persistent you... persistent text chat going at least. Yeah, yeah. At all times. <laughs> like if Yay. you think about any MMO that we even have today, like people get into dedicated Discord or Ventrilo or whatever channels yeah. and right. talk while they're playing. We have so our own Discord. We have thing. our own Discord server now. We literally do, and we have one in game. <laughs> yeah, but there's but there, there's it's, it's just built in now at this point. Yep. Like it's just built in because I mean currently it's built into World of Warcraft right now. So yep. <laughs> right. There was a brief window in the Matrix Online where you could send uh, messages in and out. From AOL Instant Messenger, it was wonderful. oh wow, it was wonderful. <laughs> the future, the future, and then Sony Sony messed it up. It was the future yesterday, mm -hmm. not the future yesterday. Wasn't there a point in World of Warcraft where you could you could order pizza while you're inside the game too? I want to do a, spa, a thing, yeah, yeah. Uh, you could pay it with it gold. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, <laughs> that's when it all came crashing down. But anyway, uh, Mr. Yep. Malone, we have anything like an operations budget for this, or is it kind of catch as catch can? Um, I can I can free up a little bit of funds, uh, but uh, assume that uh, extravagant expenses are going to be off the table. I didn't exactly see myself buying a car or anything, but you know, eating's fun. No. Yeah. Uh, from a game perspective, um, uh, Aeon has a uh, sorry. Um, if you take the Aeon Covenant Allegiance, uh, there are some edges available to you. Yep. Um, and uh, one of them is Covenant Bond. Huh? Is it the Covenant Bond? Yes, Covenant Bond. Thank you. I, I think I'm named that. I have that, one. I have um, that so as well. For the purposes of mission, um, you can use Covenant Bond as wealth if you need to. Okay. Awesome. That works. Or you can just ask me. 
or you could just have wealth, right? That works. <laughs> um, with the covenant bond, it's the if you use it for purposes that aren't related to the mission, um, you have, you might not work, or you may have to you make it conditions result of it. Whereas wealth, you can spend your money however the hell you want. So. Yeah. Um, I have two of one and zero of the other, so I think I know where I'm going. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how that works. I can sign off our coffee, right? Coffee. coffee <laughs> Is there anything? Budget? The group wants to do while they're here in the uncovered building. Um, uh, I'll assume it's no. Yeah, yeah I, no, so. no, no. I can't like, think of anything right now. If there had been like actual investigation prior to us, I would have definitely went and like gotten as much of that as we could. But we're it, so time to get down to business. Okay. Yep. Um, so make a way out. Um, and uh, Poppy, uh, you're you have been given that check social media for at least half an hour. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> um, so you go and you see that you have uh, a PM um, from someone named uh, R. Stedman. Uh, and uh, the message says, um, hey, saw you left your stream early. I was hoping to chat with you about a possible sponsorship deal. Get back in touch with me. And uh, there is an attached business card, which you can uh, pull up. And it is apparently Ruby Stedman uh, of Immersion Entertainment. All right. I'll pull that and save it for later. Okay. Send it to my my head mod and say, hey, can you find out anything about this person? Um, so as you're making your way to um, uh, a guy's apartments, um, the head mod will uh, ping you back. Um, and they mm -hmm. said, uh, yeah, uh, just did a quick search. Immersion Entertainment is a company just kind of started. Uh, they're part of the uh, P&W incubator. Mm -hmm. um, and it looks like they sponsor streams and uh in-game in events and you are a little familiar uh the pnw uh is uh Pondsmith and weissman it's a business incubator that's uh here in uh in this uh endowment and they do exactly this it's like they they give a little bit of investment money to get um, new companies up and started gives them some business space they, uh, and they, because they're all there they kind of cross-pollinate and then they get PNW gets a percentage of the profits for the longest company is around. Mm -hmm. hmm. All right, I'll think about it. Okay. Uh, so you make your way to uh, the apartments. Um, mm -hmm. uh, is there anything more we need to know about the look of the apartment? Um, no, it's it's a little larger than than what what at first appearance of guy would think he could afford. Like it's larger and it's got a workbench um, and a couple like an actual like like technological workbench with a lot of diagnostic tools um it's cluttered it is not dirty it's not doesn't smell it's just cluttered and there's a lot of stuff everywhere there's physical books there's pads everywhere there's there's other sort of media scattered about um yeah that's about it and it's not super far from the end covenant um from that location it's maybe like one or two towers over and then like a quick elevator right up Yes, yeah, so I figured it's probably just like a short walk. Yeah. Okay. Um, on the way, he's like, um, so Hamish, how how has that um, uh, script been running for you? I know, I know when you first got here, there was some issues with uh, security that you were concerned about. Has it been handling itself, handling it correctly? Yeah, and as much as I executed the thing you told me to execute, and I haven't like lost an eye or anything. You haven't gotten any strange pop-ups or any sort of notif no odd notifications? Just the usual, like, you know, stuff that appears when they advertise to you. Yes, yes, yes. It's supposed to tamp down on that. I'll, 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 
I oh, mean, I have okay. never. I, I don't have a baseline, so maybe it would be much worse if it wasn't running. If whenever we get five minutes, um, I'll look into that, and we can we can we can uh, figure out what's going on. So to make sure you're uh, kept off the grid, as it were. As long as like some, as, as long as some uh, some VR chick doesn't walk up to me offering me male enhancement herbs, I'm good to go. Okay. Yeah, understood. Thank you. As you're talking, um, in the corner of your eye, I see a, a, a virtual poster on the wall for uh, antivirus protection. <laughs> don't get them. They, they don't get paid enough. Their, their, uh, their programs don't get paid enough. Don't, don't trust their where. Programs don't get paid uh, though, enough? Uh, though, uh, Poppy, I'm, I'm very surprised that you were called it on this. But Why? I just, I'm awesome at what I do. I, I know you are. You are incredible at what you do, but what you do is very particular. Um, I have crawled through every inch of Terra Surge over the past five years. I have done most of it on stream, sure, but I have alts no one even knows about because I have to go practice so I don't like an idiot on stream. Yeah, I understand. It, yes, you are extremely knowledgeable about Terra Surge, and, I, and you have incredible um, base to which to draw upon, even if you don't personally know it. We're like in well, your place right now, right? Yeah, 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 we yeah. Are. Also, I've got this gun, so I think we're gonna be all right. Good. I was hoping. You, I was hoping at least someone else would be strapped. Oh, yeah, I, I like. Um, I, I pull aside my 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 I have my flannel and have like a gun. Yeah, <laughs> there's like a compact submachine gun uh, like under oh, the Hawaiian shirt. Guys, don't know what I'm doing. He's a little wide eyes. Like, um, okay. Oh, we need I mean, to get you a gun. Uh, no, no. I'm borrow one of mine. Uh, I'm fine. I'm fine. I don't need a firearm. I'm I'm well defended. And when he lifts up, you realize uh, part of his outfit. He wears gloves. And he snaps both of his fingers, and there is an electric jolt that goes between them. Yeah, so you said you're well defended. This isn't always defense, but yes. But but regardless, <laughs> let me check on this footage. Relax. If you need some food or something, please, you're free to whatever I have, though it's not much. I smoke um, in here. Hold on. No. And he goes over and taps taps in the middle of the air and like sort of gets some of these filters, like like the air conditioning and AC filters going. Here's a band's yes. were up. Yeah. Um, and so basically what I'm going to go to do is I'm going to go look at that footage and I'm going to see if I can break it apart before we actually dive into Dare's Urge. Okay. Um, uh, we're going to make a dice roll. Hooray. Yay. Um, I will let you use either technology or enigmas. Okay. Um, and this is Pretty much, an, I think an intellect makes the most sense. Okay, that, then I'm very good at that. Um, intellect, and I think we're going to go with enigmas. Um, uh, I will go ahead and for the first time, because I have skill tricks, I'm going to use scientific method. Okay. What uh, does that do? I believe scientific method add, lets me add my science to my enigmas role. Oh, okay. Momentum for that to function is that a momentum thing? Uh, it, the first time you activate is any one skill tree. It's okay. free. So okay. this is one. This one's free. I don't need to have any. We should have four momentum because there's four pieces. Yes, right. right yeah, four momentum. Um, and for the purpose, because uh, the audience is getting in a slightly different way. Um, each three episodes of this um, will refresh momentum after three episodes. Okay. So momentum will carry over between episodes for a while. Five. Okay, I'm gonna have to re-roll some dice because okay. I have too many dice. <laughs> Your difficulty is three. Okay. All right. Um, one. I need eights. It's a re-roll. That's not a success. 
Things remind me about that because I've been playing a lot of Exalted Essence where you need sevens. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need. Yeah, that's why I had to remind myself. I had to double check like, too. Oh, yeah, I got a I lot of sevens and I was very sad. I've been running aberrant, so. <laughs> yeah, yeah aberrant. Right. You all get sevens, but that's for different reasons. Ooh, yeah. So I only got two. Uh, this big brain is not big enough, I guess. Okay. Uh, um, well, it's fine. You get uh, you get the core clue. Oh, sorry, not the core clue. You get the raw information. Um, so uh, you start kind of rewinding back and forth. Um, you try to break down the video, but it's pretty clear the video has not been altered. You're at least sure the video has not been altered. Mm-hmm. Um, but then you start uh, going frame by frame back and forth. Uh, and you've played the game enough because you specialize in trying to see how the game works. Uh, you are the kind of person who would be like, yeah, 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 what a quest, but I want to sit here and watch for an hour to see how monsters respawn <laughs> and learn how that works. Yep. Um, so you're also the kind of person who's like going, you know, you've, you've studied videos of people logging in and out and what the different logins, you know, when they die and when they come back to life and what those all look like. Um, when someone goes AFK, uh, they're, anima kind of turns a grayish color if someone dies they fall to the ground um and then uh eventually a ghost kind of comes back up and and jumps into the body if they log off um it kind of just fades away this is like uh old television static tore through the anima yeah it's extra weird because usually um this is dixie talking for a second Mm -hmm. uh usually the game's narrators will fill in like if someone logged out abruptly, you won't see it. They'll just right. kind of like the like narrators will make it like animate their person walking away from you or like going through a portal or something. Right. So the fact that that didn't even happen is very strange. This is very much my planet needs me. I have to go. Right. <laughs> right. Or, or, or like Star Trek teleporter. You yeah, know? it's like it's a weird. It's a quote unquote glitch. It looks more like a glitch through mm-hmm. their anima. Right. And like like, like you said, like um, the stuff you've seen have been secret recordings of people recording themselves as appearing reappearing because you're right. Most times you don't see that. Like for a stream, especially it would have been the screen fades to black or, or the narrators have found some other way. You know, you turn around a corner, something. Um, the fact that a stream caught a character disappearing like that. And in that way is unusual. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll, it, that probably only takes him a few minutes to put mm-hmm. together and he's, and he'll explain whatever we are looking into as far as his anima is concerned in Terra Surge it is highly unusual, as in I have never seen any evidence to have this. This happened so quickly that the narrators could not compensate for it. So Shit. we should be wary. But uh, let me double check my uh, my security, and then we can get comfortable. And, and he also like goes about trying to make room because there's more people than he's used to in his apartment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, and then he double checks some of his programming, make sure everything's up and running, and then gets comfy. Poppy, do you know of anyone who's suddenly gone offline? I mean, you're, this is more your community than it is any of ours. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to ask Eddie that. Are there like, is, has, has anyone that I'm friends with or that I'm like aware of disappeared? Um, your guild is big enough that uh, there's a steady churn. Like you have a core of like three, four dozen folks that you know by name and talk with regularly. Um, there's another like 20 or 30 that may, you might recognize if you saw them online or maybe you know their handles if you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's still another like 40 or 50 beyond that of people you just wouldn't be able to pick out of a crowd. 
Yeah. Um, and there's always people joining the guild, leaving the guild, whatnot. So you would have to actually talk to your mods and spend some time networking with your guild to find out if there's actually a pattern you can track. Right. I don't even mean like the guild, but like I assume I watch other streamers and I talk and collaborate with them and stuff like that. So did, have, have any of my friends gone missing is what I'm saying. Like not okay. like random people in my guild, but like people she would know. Um, let's call that, uh, you make a roll uh, for culture and cunning. Should take more points in culture, Jesus. <laughs> I didn't even think about that being a specialty I should take. It's like streamer culture. Mm -hmm. I probably should have uh, two successes. Um, it's one of those things that you, you had heard a little bit about this happening before, but until today, you had chalked it up to gossip or urban legends i mean because streamer culture like every other culture has its own uh, uh, legends and stories right wildly blown portion um and the whole if you die in terror surge you live in terror surge forever that that nonsense yeah. has been going around ever since terror surge started particularly glass um so you've heard bits and pieces but now that you've been asked that and you've had this conversation you're going oh yeah now it's starting to come to you there's been not a lot uh but um like you remember uh, uh, one streamer was uh, doing a show and then suddenly it was obvious the narrator kind of took over because mm -hmm. they kind of just wrapped up what they were saying and then wandered off and then the stream shut down kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, and there's another one of someone who was planning to talk about a, a, a big, huge lore secret they found they were going to reveal it in their next stream and then just, that stream just never happened. And then after a few days, the stream shut down. Mm -hmm. uh, but you had kind of chalk that up to you know making content is hard and sometimes people burn out yeah totally yeah like all the ones that i've heard of it's just like yeah they probably went to spend more time with our family mm -hmm. all right well it might not be anything but it's it, it's good to have a couple more leads lined up to look to look into yes mm -hmm. yes um this is intriguing i'm intrigued i'm ready to go how about all you uh, where, where can I put my pee and you not get mad at me? I, I before I log in, I gotta gotta uh, pass the books, uh, the stack of books on the left. Because in the in the bathroom, hopefully. Yeah, no, it's my clever way of asking that question. And, uh, anywhere else? I got here. the I got the colloquialism. <laughs> Hamish will put his cigarette out on on his uh on his thumb. Is that a is that a prosthetic uh, working well? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's just a it's just a thing I do to mess with people. <laughs> yes, I noticed. Mm. I'm still not. I still haven't figured out exactly everything they put in you, but oh man, me either. <laughs> God, that's an intimate inquiry. Uh, hey, you're back story. bathroom. Story for a different war. <laughs> yeah, I can't take care of it quick. Um, so you all uh, settle in. Um, you get uh, drinks and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Close your eyes, uh, and then we cut to um, we, we see kind of the camera where uh, uh, your eyes close, uh, black screen, and then there's a, a a flash of light, and you see the word loading, and then we go to the credits for the episode. Do do do. And it's episode one. Hello, everyone. We'll see you all in episode two. Bye. Bye. Bye.